Hello friends! This is People Are Interesting with Jan K. In each episode of this show, unique individuals share stories that take us on a ride across ideas and places. Featuring crocodile attacks in Indonesia, escaping war-torn Lebanon, and shark protection schemes in Mauritania. This podcast takes you where you've never been before. Enjoy and thank you for joining the club. So today we're going to be talking about sailing and your experiences of sailing. Yes. Maybe let's start with a very quick overview of your sailing experience. Where did you sail and on what boat exactly did you sail? So my parents are very avid salespeople. My dad started sailing on what's called a semi-rigid. What's that? So um, like open boats the kind of ones you see on the Thames you know that go really fast yeah um he did like around England uh with like team members and stuff he was very into like Dakar's like driving mm-hmm. the Paris Dakar and then well he did a ride Dakar yeah he's done two or three are you serious yeah. no way mm-hmm. when did he do that Oof, years ago now really yeah he was with Yamaha Oh, yeah. He did it in but a on, buggy. On, oh yeah, exactly. On he what? did it. He's never done it on a bike, but he's done it in a bu- in a buggy, and he's done it in the van, and he's done it in the support vehicles as well. Mm-hmm. I think. I'm most impressed by the truck. You know, there's also the, the the those massive trucks. Oh yeah, no, not those massive trucks, but like the smaller ones. It's insane. What what's what's the point? Maybe you know anything about that? What's the what's the point of those different cats? I guess. Um, different driving techniques mm. different you know people like driving different things and they're more specialized in certain vehicles i have no idea but um how long does it take to, to do one i think it's a couple of weeks <gasps> like the you? original ones started in paris and finished in dakar <gasps> um so, so you drive through the whole mm. colonial Sub-Sahara. Yeah, <laughs> because literally, right? Mm-hmm. That, that yeah. if that's how if, if it originates in France, I, yeah. I guess it does. That would make sense. It's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so he he was very into that, and um, then switched. My dad's the kind of person who's gets very into things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if he does something, he does it to the extreme. Good for him. So um, he sailed a lot with a group of friends and then when i they were on sailing boats for a little while they did spellbard and uh, you know the northern hemisphere a lot um and like there's loads of stories of them camping on you know very wet pieces of land and their passports floating past them in their tents and stuff because oh my god <laughs> pinned the tent on the wrong place um but um what went when, wrong Oh, uh, just a tide. Just okay. no, not even that. Like they'd um, pin the tent in some like marshy land, and oh. like overnight it kind of like seeped. Yeah. Seeped into the oh, tent. I see. Um, and then when I was born, they switched from a sailing boat to a motorboat. Oh, okay. Um, because it was less dangerous. I yeah. Guess. Uh, even though I cracked my head open a few times by bashing into the seat in front. <laughs> Yeah, the scars. Oh, really? That's from... (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, And so as I I kind of grew up 
on the boat basically like uh-huh. every weekend on the friday night we'd take the car up to the coast and um spend the weekend sailing around the channel islands mostly uh-huh. um and coming back on sunday evening go back to school on monday um and so we like our, our playing ground was the channel islands like short term um and so it's Alderney, Guernsey and Jersey. I don't know if you know, it's yeah. off the coast of France. And the rest of the time was usually holidays. So we'd do bigger trips like going south coast of England, uh, going up to Scotland, going up to Ireland. Um, two summers worth, we did the like Scandinavia and um, the Stockholm Archipelago, uh, Kiev Canal, we went up uh, from France. And then in 2012, we were with a group of 12 people who we sailed from Iceland all the way to the east coast of Greenland Mm -hmm. um, to a little Inuit village called Itokotomit. Okay. And that was an amazing experience. What's going on there? What the the Inuits are up to? (laughs) (laughs) A lot of seals. Right. It was amazing. The, the the land that they own, I think they were saying that the town is only about like, it's a village basically. Mm-hmm. And the, the land that is owned by this town is bigger than like France or something ridiculous like that. How many people live in Greenland? Um, in the capital, so that's on the west coast, like Nook. I think there's probably like a couple, like it's quite a big settlement. But on the east coast, uh very small like a handful of people like 200 maybe because greenland is it's a territory of denmark i think greenland is just greenland greenland is just greenland yeah wait i might be able to double about to say i can check but but, um because iceland is definitely denmark oh no, Iceland is just Iceland. Yeah, Iceland is Iceland. Yeah, no, they're, Ice- they're, they're Greenland is Greenland. No. Iceland is Denmark. No, I think it's the other. Okay, Are you sure? let, no, let's double check. <laughs> um, I I want to say that Greenland belongs to Denmark, and Iceland is an independent country with the with the capital in Reykjavik. What? Say that again. Uh, Iceland is yeah because Iceland is the one closer to, to yeah, Great Britain it's the small one yeah yeah exactly but um, we, we, we probably need to check I can't because I don't have Wi-Fi on this phone on this computer so it's only on you you're responsible for for uh, googling right now the, the Iceland remained a Danish dependency oh wow so it's still it's not an independent country no. Oh wow, I didn't. I had no clue. Greenland is an autonomous territory within the. Oh no, it is within the kingdom of Denmark. So but it's an autonomous territory. So they both are. Mm-hmm. Are they both parts of Denmark, or associated with Denmark? Because it says that Iceland is a separate state under the Danish crown. Oh, okay. So it's basically kind of like Commonwealth. Yeah, I guess so. In the UK, so. where, yeah, yeah, where yeah. okay, fair. Okay, that that explains a lot. That's amazing. I was completely, I was, I was oblivious <laughs> to it, to that. So you sail to Greenland. Yeah. What, how do they, what's going on there? Because 
it's it's so far removed from anything I can think of that can you kind of give an overview of your well, stay in it's... Greenland where did you even sleep so it was quite a this one was quite a big boat so mm -hmm. the the one we have at home was like a 31 feet so it's like not very big mm -hmm. um this one was well because it had to be icebreaker ish like oh, really? it, it wasn't like a huge icebreaker but it was a relatively you know for 13 people to sleep in bunk beds kind of mm -hmm. thing um and it's day all the time mm -hmm. or at least a so you went during the summer yeah okay you can't go during the winter because it's iced up icebergs yeah oh, um basically we were the first boat there since the ice had melted enough to be able to get to the uh, town mm -hmm. um and it was very strange because my parents had seen icebergs they'd seen ice they'd seen you know the whales and and you know seals and lion seals and stuff like that i'd never seen it mm -hmm. so like one day because we you take um rounds uh and it's three people per round uh shift and i was with my dad and you sail at night or the night time because that's when the sea is calmer oh really um and i remember being like on the bow the prow of the boat and like seeing my first iceberg mm -hmm. how big was like, it i'd say like a big house <laughs> oh my god yeah. and probably what is underneath the water level yeah. is i think they say it's what like one third that you see or one quarter or something oh, like that wow um and um i feel like i didn't appreciate it enough at the time mm -hmm. and now i kind of regret that a little bit but um it was just it's decors that you never imagine you're gonna see in your lifetime and mm. uh, got bitten by mosquitoes a lot got mm -hmm. seasick quite a lot mm -hmm. which I'm rarely yeah. on the boat but um, yeah, what's this what was the sea big. like when you were sailing there was it calm was it stormy what's during this part of the year what how would you describe the waters that we you were, were very lucky it was a bit choppy sometimes, but we didn't have any major, like generally when you go up north like that, you have until like beginning, if you have to come back before the beginning of August, because that's when it starts getting a bit, like you get the winter weather coming in. Mm -hmm. um, what is it like, the winter weather? Bad, bad. And my parents came back from Svalbard uh, before I was born. They thought they were gonna die on this sailing boat. Um, my mom's not a religious person, but she um, had like a, a a pin from like a, one of the saints, the traveler saint, and she says she held on to it like so hard. Um, was the where the waves massive or yeah. the, there was a lot it was of icebergs? Just like, what, what's... No, no, no. It was the waves and it was stormy and like it was like once you start long like uh, crossings, like you can't. You, you have a weather window, mm -hmm. but if you get caught outside that weather window when there's bad weather, then you can be thrown off course. And um, like, it's very scary. I think with sailing, you have to know to respect the elements. Mm -hmm. Like you are not the boss. You right. are in a very vulnerable position and the seas and the winds will always be right kind of thing. Like it's unforgivable. And um, she would eat chocolate like bars and bars of chocolate because she knew she was going to throw it up 
So she was like, I might as well enjoy my time. On, <laughs> like, I'm going to throw it up anyway. So I might as well eat chocolate. That's hilarious. And um, she's never been seasick again since that time. It kind of gives you an image of how rough <laughs> the weather must have been. Oh, how did you plan a crossing like this? What factors do you need to consider? Uh, winds, currents, uh, wind against currents, <laughs> uh, the maps, obviously. It's just a, a we had, I mean, apart from me, 12 very, very experienced sailors on board. Mm. Um, so, like, they knew what they were doing. Right. You can't do it with, like, beginners. Like, it's, it's, it's a big trip and... What were the so? What were some of the, let's say, maybe not tricks, but the the things that had to go into planning this crossing f- to Greenland. Um, what was important? Uh, I'm 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 I might not be anything? phrasing. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I might not be phrasing the question really well. What I'm trying to understand is the uh, try to like go into that place i think one of the big things was um whether you can actually enter the fjord mm-hmm. because it's a fjord it's one of the biggest fjords in greenland but it gets iced it's iced up most of the year and so you had to like take into consideration the the weather mm-hmm. and you know cross check that with um how iced the fjord was and you've kind of got like a small window mm-hmm. um so it's you know luck of the draw kind of thing like okay if, if the weather's good and then you can do certain things then you have to be flexible as well like you can't say three months in advance oh yeah i'm leaving on this point coming back on this point doing this this because like mm-hmm. you know the weather could change and and not be able to do that or it'd be too um risky too much ice and you can't go to where you wanted to mm-hmm. go so um, it's a lot of flexibility. It's a lot of you probably the 72 hours before departures when you're going to like know for sure that you can oh, do okay. kind of thing. So what kind of weather do you want? Was it the motorboat that you went on or was uh, it, it a was sail? It was a hybrid. There was a sail oh. and a, a motorboat. And what, what did you use? A bit of both. We were very lucky with the weather. It was gorgeous weather. So sun? Yeah, what, sun. What, what What's gorgeous weather I've for sailing? I've got pictures of me like in shorts holding like a massive piece of ice that I've come out of the water with um, just like with sunglasses I just have the the memory of it being really sunny for some reason right so how long was the crossing I think two days okay two three days two three days yeah. so you were sailing in shifts you said yeah so why do you need three people because you've mentioned that there were three people up um, because you're never going to be alone mm-hmm. and um, it's a pretty big boat, so to be able to adequately manipulate it and stuff, I think it was just the easiest way to have mm-hmm. two people. Okay. And because there were so there was some the like my mum was there and the wife of another one of my dad's friends was there, so there were certain people who were maybe not quite as confident. Like they've done a lot of sailing, but they wouldn't be quite as confident enough to make spur of the moment decisions with such a big boat right um so like one of each of us were in the team so there was two very experienced sailors and one slightly less got it got it so you cross you get to the fjord you're lucky the weather is good and you can get into the fjord and there's the settlement yeah is that the the major the, the the 
main settlement on, on Greenland? It's the only... Oh, yeah, no, it's not the main one. Nook is on the other side of the island. But this one's the, the only one on that side, or the main So you So you're more there? Yeah. And do you, do you engage with the locals? What do you do there? Yeah, so, um, I mean, as soon as they saw us coming... Like, you haven't seen a boat in a year, practically. Oh, right. Because you were the first, yeah, the first like one. Yeah, like nine months. Uh, right. So like everybody was out. Really? So everybody was in the dinghies like coming up to Wait, us. What is a dinghy? It's like a, a small boat that you put like at the egg. Like we usually, usually attach it to the back of your boat so that you can go to land with it. Okay. Um, when you don't have a pontoon mm-hmm. to on. Um, literally all coming on board. Like oh, we gave away like chocolate like biscuits because obviously they get a stock and then like things oh, run that, out little it. by little because they get pr- they get provisions like two or three times a year really? but then like as it they've got the more important ones and they have seal and they have you know meat and stuff but the luxuries like coca-cola chocolate um i remember at the time because obviously we were going for quite a long time i think it, the the whole trip was about a month a month and a half and i remember they gave because obviously you have you all have something that you bring that kind of you know your comfort food or whatever and you um they brought a lot of alcohol because there were 12 of them and so you calculate oh how many glasses per like um like meal is everybody gonna drink and yeah and so they brought some coca-cola for me and they brought like everybody had oh x number of chocolate squares for the whole trip and they didn't give out any of the alcohol, but gave out all my Coca-Cola. <laughs> all of it. And I remember being so devastated. And my mom being like, oh, you're so selfish. And I was like, well, why don't you give out your wine then if I'm so selfish? And That's she was so like, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so we stashed one bottle of Coca-Cola and like <laughs> one um, thing of chocolate so that like, that's I would hilarious. have something to drink, you know, because so I wasn't drinking at that yeah. time. Just, of course, it was just—I just remember it. The things that stick to you is so funny. Wait, so let me actually pick up on that one because that blew my mind a little bit. So there is this settlement. How many people would you guess to live there? Two to three hundred. Oh, okay, so no, it's tiny. Yeah. Okay. They. Is there a shop there? There's a little shop. There is a little shop. Yep, yep, yep. But it, you can walk around the town in like right. half an hour. It's right. really small. What can you get in this shop? Like, is it everything? What what's what can you get there? It's the bare necessities. Okay. So like, there were no like fresh fruit and veg. Like you mm-hmm. get a lot of tins. You get a mm-hmm. lot of like dried meats. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously they hunt. So oh, everyone like I remember them. coming up to the pier and there was just like a a dead seal in the water uh-huh. and like to keep it cold because oh, right. why why not like why take it out and and use electricity to 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 keep it if you can just put it in the water it's the same temperature so um yeah they have uh, polar bear skins everywhere that was quite cool uh, in, in in inside their houses or? like no just like draped outside and hmm. stuff like that a lot of like dogs and sledges that's Husky dogs, or what kind of dogs do they have? There? Well, I mean, I think you can't really put a name on them. It, they look like huskies, but I don't think they're they're like pure breed huskies. Got they're it. Just, um, snow dogs, you know, kind of like. Yeah. So 
there is a shop there. Mm -hmm. There is there a doctor? I would I would assume so. Yeah. What what other? Is We're there lucky that there wasn't incidents bad enough that we needed. <laughs> yeah. There was a doctor on board. One of the the guys was a doctor as well. Oh okay. I sliced my finger open so. Oh wow. During that trip. Wow. And just passed out. <laughs> yeah, there are people who freak out when they see blood. It was a lot of blood. Really. Yeah. Still got the scar. Full on like. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Is there a cinema? In that village. What, no. what is? Because I'm trying to figure out what is, what is. Like, the there's no telephone poles. Like you probably can. They had satellite phones and stuff like that. But, but in terms of a helipad, mm -hmm. there's a helipad. But in terms of the life, how does it compare to the life in Europe? What well, do they? What do they have? What do they don't have? It's a very hard life, and I think a lot of people probably live in the, in Nook, the other side, mm. and like um, spend like the summer months, like probably the, 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 the majority of people like to go to school and stuff, you know, well. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they hunt, do they hunt on land or do they hunt in the sea, water? Um, I assume a bit of both. Do they do this kayak hunting? I didn't see any kayaks, no. So what? But I mean, because everything's iced up during the winter, they probably oh, like... They probably fish a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of fish. A lot of salted fish, mm. like dried fish. What, what's the... There's a lot of mackerel. Mm -hmm. um, but like, you know how the Portuguese do like... Uh, Sardines. Moru. Yeah. No, yeah. moru, it's like... Um, I don't know what it's called in English, but um, and they dry out and salt it so that they have provisions for yeah. the, the summer months. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. What There's I'm winter months, mm -hmm. not summer months. <laughs> so because they are locked completely out, there's there's nothing going on there for for how long? I mean, like nine months a year probably. They're locked out. They're locked in. Locked in. Yeah, wow. No, like, provisions coming in. Did you speak I think to there's three boats a year of provisions. What um, did you speak to? Because what are the locals like? What language did they speak? Because Inuit... It's funny, they oh, were very... Um, like, the children were very forthcoming, like, mm -hmm. asking loads of... Like, you know, dabbling in, like, the English that they knew and, like, pointing at things and you communicate that way. But... Um, the adults, I just remember being quite reserved, mm -hmm. like not, like a bit wary, mm -hmm. you know, like we're not part of the community kind of thing, you know, we're yeah. outsiders. But they speak the Inuit language? I think so, yeah. Oh, wow. Because the Inuits, correct me if I'm wrong, they are, in a, in a way, their um, eyelids are kind of like, uh asian people right like they yeah i would kind of like, like the stereotypical asian traits, yeah, yeah right yeah yeah wow and their names what have you have you have you heard any because i would imagine it's a Not really <laughs> don't i wouldn't know how to yeah, like, remember I, I, them i would I, I would i would be really curious what's their culture like because it's you know developed in such an isolation from... so cold as well it must be such a harsh life Right. Hard life, I think. Yeah, I would imagine that. That's 
so that was one episode that you're going to Greenland. What's what? How were the actually? That's something I I find quite interesting. How were the the seas different in in each in each place that you went? So where we go, um, the Channel Islands. There's one of the strongest um, currents in the world. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, what is it? Is it the Gulf Stream? What? The Gulf Stream goes. Um, it's in the Atlantic and then oh, okay. goes underneath. But actually, my mum uh, and a friend of my dad's were in a boat once, and he goes, "Oh, look, you, we know we're on the Gulf Stream because if you put your hand this side of the boat, the water's cold. If you put your hands this side of the boat, the water's hot. The water's hot." And my mum goes. Wow, like I didn't realize that it was such a drastic change in temperature, and they were all taking the piss, piss yeah. because she'd put the water like where the motor evacuates oh. the water. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So, it's quite funny. Channel Islands, this, the currents are really strong. Yeah, and they've actually even started thinking about a project with like turbines under the water. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I wonder what how what kind of effect is it gonna have on the marine life? True. If you want to put like a turbine through the water, interesting. But oh. yeah, no, no. There's loads of like conditions, obviously. Like I think it's just a project, but um, but yeah, like it's it's notorious. Like there's shipwrecks all over yeah. the place. Like I'm um, just to 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 add something on the previous point. I'm sure that the big energy companies will take care of the oh, environment as they always did. <laughs> It's like a n- massive nuclear power plant as well near, near there. So. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of shipwrecks yeah, there because of the currents. Have you have you seen any, or you just? I've see seen them loads on the of map? documentaries. It's amazing. Oh yeah, and they've all little Bleak. crosses on the map. Oh really? Is mm. it is it, is the water quite shallow there? Uh, no, it's just there's a lot of rocks, mm. and the currents are treacherous, and if you go at the wrong time and that your wind is against the current it makes like really turbulent seas okay um and like it's just sometimes you see like a massive thing sticking out of the sea you're like what's that and it's like a massive rock oh really yeah hmm. and it slices you open like a tin opener like right it's just right so dangerous okay mm. so that's the channel i uh, that's the uh, that's the channel islands. um and what are the islands there because i only kind of know that they are good for tax right? <laughs> not anymore not anymore no. oh. not anymore so there's um Alderney which is the smallest one the one we go to the mm-hmm. most often mm-hmm. um and then there's Guernsey mm-hmm. which has a lot of history during the war mm-hmm. because it's the closest to Britain that the, Ger- the Germans ever got oh really yeah. oh they took them yeah oh. um and I don't know if you've seen the film or read the book uh, potato peel pie society no what is it about very good it's about like the the resistance oh, on, the island. on guernsey because basically one day to another they were asked to to leave basically um because the germans were coming and it was like split second decision and a lot of people stayed and like it's, it was just a very um devised like the population was very devised and um all oh, right so that's got quite a lot of history. There's a lot of bunkers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
The third one is Jersey, which is the biggest. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, anything particular you've seen there or worth noti- noting? I mean, I uh, <laughs> one day uh, we went to a, a cluster of islands for, um, for dinner and we were going to stay the night so we'd moored there except that the, um, the wind had picked up mm-hmm. and so um, we were with a, another boat, another friend and we took a dinghy our dinghy to their boat, had dinner there, and it was like dark when we decided to take the dinghy back to our boat. And um, it capsized. The dinghy. The dinghy capsized. I was very young. Oh, um, wow. My mom, because we always, I don't know, we have a skill for always carrying way too much stuff with us. Like, it's always like my homework, my thesaurus, my dictionary, yeah. the pencil case. Like, yeah. it's always over. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and um, literally um, the next Monday or something, I told this story to my uh, classmates and my mom got a phone call from, my teacher, from the teacher going, it's really good, Ella's got a great imagination, but it's a problem with these lies, like she can't keep... <laughs> and um, my mom's like, oh, what did she say? Um, she said that you capsized in a dinghy and that that's you were she... carrying her thesaurus on her back and that's why her, um, like... That's, that's why she couldn't do the, her homework. Well, <laughs> that would have been a good excuse. That would have been a good excuse. Um, that's why, you know, this, this and this. And my mom was like, oh, no, 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 no. It's, please don't call Child Protective Services. But yeah, no, that's completely true. <laughs> so I uh, was scarred for life with that. Maybe that's why I'm scared of the water. Yeah. Um... um yeah, no, that was that was traumatic actually. And then what about uh, sailing? You've mentioned something about Scandinavia and Scotland and England. Uh, yeah, so Scotland, I was a bit younger, so I don't really remember. I was probably about five or six. Um, the only thing I remember about that is my me absolutely wanting to to go into the dinghy and drive around on my like paddle around on my own, and my dad said no. Mm. Um, I'm gonna, you know, um, tie a rope to the dinghy because I don't want to have to come and pick you up yeah. on the other side. <laughs> um, and after about 10 minutes of not being able to get back to the boat, <laughs> I started crying, like bawling. I'm like, I can't get back, it's too hard. My yeah. dad being like, I told you, I'm not letting you back into the boat until you paddle back. Yeah. That's the only thing I remember from Fair. that day. And I have a picture, they have a picture framed on the wall, like, me in tears going like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> this, like, red, with my life jacket and my yeah. jackets and everything. It's quite funny. It's hilarious. And what about the other sails? Uh, Scandinavia, that was, like, a big project. Um, we left from France, uh, went, out, went up to um, the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, through Kiev Canal, the Kiev Canal, not Kiev, mm-hmm. and then up to Denmark and up to Sweden, um, and close to Norway. We didn't quite get to Norway, but it was the archipelagos and like those islands are just gorgeous. Really, it's gorgeous. It's like because they're so underrated. I think um, there's not that many people. There's nobody mm-hmm. because everybody wants the sun. No, not my parents. They like cold weather. Right. Um, 
and um, it's just these islands that are everywhere and you just come up with your boat and like, tie up to the rock mm -hmm. and there's no you've got these little tiny islands that nobody's on you just get your barbecue out and like we had a, a whole strategy put in place to um, to tie to more the boat to the to the um, to the rocks because it's it's very shallow mm -hmm. the slope is very small so it slopes down for a long time um, and you have to come in through the front and my dad my mum would throw the anchor when we were quite far out hold on to the rope and let it slide and then I'd be at the front have to jump off the front of the boat onto the rocks mm -hmm. with two ropes this like we got it to a T by the end like right. this team is just right like, to the second to the but were they big those islands what were they were they habitated no not habitated like oh. literally like as big as this flat oh really oh that's tiny oh so you'd moor the boat on those mm -hmm. oh. it was well, so cool so was cute. it was it not so it's only just a bit patch of patch of grass yeah i'm guessing mm -hmm. some trees wow okay nice views so you would go there would you sleep on the island or would you sleep on the um by that point we'd upgraded to a, a boat with a cabin mm -hmm. except that my so it was a very small boat um and i slept under the stairs mm -hmm. <laughs> literally the size of a coffin yeah i know um, i slept in something like that once it's i mean now that i think about it i feel like i would get really claustrophobic yeah. but at the time i was happy in that yeah so i'd sleep under the stairs very cozy yeah, it's like Harry Potter. Right. Under the stairs. Yeah, literally. Um, and my parents were like in the, the double bed because double bed's a big word. It's like a big single bed. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we'd sleep in that. And, okay. Oh, um, that's comfortable. That's yeah, really amazing. Yeah. Um, now that they're a bit older, they've upgraded to a catamaran. Oh, really? Yeah. But they have like a f ocean catamaran or what kind of catamaran do they have? It's a Nutitec, it's called. Mm -hmm. mm. It's the it doesn't brand. ring a bell with the... Um, and we got to name it, and we named it after uh, one of the islands in the archipelago. Oh, really? So it's called Storanassa. Oh, that's sweet. It's little island, big island. Lilanassa was a smaller island, and that's it. Literally translates to little island. And Storanassa, which is what we named the boat, is called big. It's big island. Mm -hmm. It's big island. So, but this catamaran, can they sail the ocean with it, or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. What what's do they do they sail often? Where? Well, with COVID, it hasn't been very easy. But um, a few summers ago, we went down to Spain, mm -hmm. um, like down the coast of France and um, to Santander and oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah, that whole coast before Portugal. Right. How, really cool. Wow, that that sounds amazing. Do you do you have any? Or maybe you've heard any interesting sea stories or like maritime stories, so to say, related to... I mean, I did uh, maritime law for my master's, so right. I've heard quite a few things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like one of the... Th we saw a basking shark. That was oh, cool. Oh, really? Yeah. That was Wait, a cool is that thing a, to see. Is that, is that the big one? It's the ones with the big mouth. They only eat krill. Oh, so it's the huge one. Shoot, it was bigger than the boat. It's the big one, right? Massive. <gasps> You've seen that? Where? Uh, it was off the coast of England, actually. 
Land's Jesus End. Christ. Mm. How big was that? Well, it was over 31 feet. No. Yeah. Wait. Because that was the that was the size meters. of something like that, yeah. Oh it was my. Massive. Was it in the like far far off the coast? No, literally. Oh, what were we off the coast? Yeah, were you far from the coast? I mean, yeah. Like I'd say a good hour off the coast. So he probably came to see what's up with the boat. Like he came. Cause... I think he was sleeping, on the surface, because literally he we came up right next to it, and he kind of when he woke up, like we looked at him for ages, and when he woke up, like he hit the boat with his tail a little bit, <gasps> and it was like. Whoo! Wow, yeah, that's that insane. Cool. Um, what else? We've seen a lot of dolphins. Yeah. A lot of dolphins. And we had this, it's, it's horrible, but um, we had this trick to get the dolphins to come. Like if there's a certain type of weather, if it's very flat, if the sea's very flat, not a lot of wind, that's like dolphin weather. And we had a trick was to empty the toilets. Oh, really? <laughs> it's horrible. But literally, there was like these places in, I think it was like Denmark or Sweden, in an estuary. It was like, in the town, they were like, oh, yeah, we have these dolphins. We don't see them all the time, like, but they are here. They live in the estuary, blah, blah, blah. And they make you pay to go out in these boats to see the dolphins. Right. And my dad was like, shall I try and empty the toilets? Like, shall we see if they come? <laughs> like, all these boats around us, my dad, like, and they all came. Really? So I don't know if it's like... <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but, yeah, like, they were all coming. <laughs> so funny. That's so... so we're in about two billion pictures of that day but um, wow that's yeah. amazing the basking shark story that's that's insane yeah. that's absolutely insane there's oh, so many things that have happened i think the stories that you remember in sailing is when things have gone wrong yeah i would love <laughs> like, to hear those when things go right yeah it's not like it's not that interesting yeah, it's not have, fun do you have any of those or have you heard any of i have two oh really that have happened to us um, once, uh, okay, this is the, the okay one. Basically, we were taking the boat from one place to another. That was just a really long day. It was faffing around because it, the boat had been repaired and we were taking it from one place to another and then to another place. And the, that a long time. So we got to one place, put my mum to the shore. She slipped on algae on the yeah. stairs up ended up in the water we nearly crushed her against the, that was like <gasps> oh my god anyway so she was getting the car and meeting us somewhere else um and on the way back i went with my dad on the boat and something happened to the motor mm -hmm. and as i've told you these areas are places that are very dangerous and when your motor breaks you have to fix it <laughs> right. um my dad is very stubborn and he wouldn't have called like the lifeguards not the lifeguards, the, um, yeah, the lifeguards. Somebody who can yeah, fix the, the lifeguards. Um, um, so basically, I was his little elf, like, going into the really small places of the motor, because I was only about seven or between seven and 13 at the time, so small, into the cracks, like, oh, repair this, repair this, repair this. In the end, um, my mum calls, and she goes, oh, where are you? And I said, oh, um, something happened to the motor, but Dad's, Daddy's fixing it. And then she goes, um, where are you? And I was like, uh, well, we're here on the map, gave her the coordinates. And then she goes, can you see the rocks? And I was like, 
yeah, we can see the rocks, but it's fine. They're not too close right now. She's like, okay, well, keep an eye on the bloody rocks. <laughs> anyway, Vix get to the harbour. He drops me off. And we go to a third point where we were going to store the boat for the winter or something like that. And he had misread the charts for the entrance into the harbour. And you get sandbanks at oh, the yeah. entrance. Um, and we were having a coffee waiting for him. And then we see this commotion at the end of the pier and we're like, why is everybody going? So we go and my dad was there, like the boat perched on a sandbank. Oh no. So he had to wait for the tide to come up. Yeah. It's quite a long time, six hours. Right. <laughs> perched on the sandbank. I would have been mortified. I would have been so embarrassed. Literally, I would have been hiding in the boat. He was like outside with his glasses on, cup of coffee, reading his book. Good for him. And we were all like, oh my God, look at that idiot. He misread the, Like he had last year's um, like timetable. He didn't read it properly. And, and my it's, dad. Oh, it's your dad. <laughs> so funny. That's the first one. Um, you do a lot of misreading times. Mm -hmm. And the second one was um, when we went to, it was in Sweden, I think. And we had to get under a bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a kind of mast on this oh. boat, on this motorboat, which had like all the VHF, the satellites, the everything. Oh my God. Um, and my parents are very impatient. My dad's very impatient. And he goes, it's okay. I'm not waiting quarter of an hour for it to open. I'm sure we fit underneath. He was like, oh, the boat's about this high. We'll fit. She, he goes to me and my mum, okay, you stand outside and tell me if it goes under. So we're like, it's going, it's going, it's going, it's not going, it's not going, it's not going. Crash. Really? Like, it took out like a good like 10, like ripped off, like cables going in every direction. Again, me and my mum's super embarrassed. My dad goes, why didn't you tell me it would like... Why didn't you not tell me that it wasn't going under? We're like, well, you know, there was currents. Like, you couldn't have stopped yeah. it. So anyway, then we spent about three days at a harbour fixing it. Like, my dad uh, was best friends with the ch ship chandler at, at that harbour um, and, like, borrowing all his tools and trying to repair oh, it. Oh, he was, he was fixing it himself? Yeah. He, did he manage to do it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. A real mechanic. That's an, that's impressive. He yeah. managed to actually fix the thing. So basically he because it had ripped, he had to like cut a good portion on each side to get rid of the rip. And then he riveted a piece of metal inside and made sure the cables were still going and like That's oh. insane. He was he was able to do it himself. Yeah. It was quite funny. <laughs> that's really Yeah. That is really stunning. I but would say. you do spend I mean as a kid I spent a lot of time alone in that situation that's like the counter side to that like yeah they're adults i spend a lot of time with adults less so with kids my age especially mm -hmm. like only child kind of thing fair um, no but it's insane that he could actually fix the thing um because probably fixing it would be quite pricey i would imagine probably everything and that relates to sailing is probably quite pricey it's not well, also people like tend to because it's a specialism like they tend to milk Oh, yeah. for it and they'll be like oh no you have to replace everything and my dad's like no right what are right. you talking about that's the, the, i think the 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 most 
incredible stories from this episode definitely was the basking shark and uh and the greenland everything about yeah. greenland that was i wish i could go again yeah would you would you go to the same place or would you oh i think it's the kind of landscape that's constantly changing mm-hmm. especially with like the climate change and stuff like that i think um climate what what <laughs> it's a conspiracy exactly um but like you know the the ice packs are uh are not as prominent and like you can see it um even now i think i was looking at a map the other day and the fjord doesn't totally close up now oh really yeah. the, the 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 one uh, yeah that used to be completely really and there's been such an impact that the ice no longer covers the whole fjord i mean inuits are probably happy coca-cola all year round right not my coke yeah yeah. It's that and the mosquito bite that I remember from that trip. Mm. On my elbows. Cool. But it's once you got there, right? The Because mos- I, I, I can't imagine mosquitoes were in the open sea. Well, we kind of traveled around. We didn't stay at the Inuit settlement. Okay. So we, we looked at other, like, we, we, we sailed around. With, with sailing, you tend to um, find a nice mooring spot where nobody else is and and then you like go hiking or mm-hmm. or walking or like you look at the glaciers and take pictures right. amazing pictures obviously um but uh did you see any really big ones yeah like really how, how tall were they like i mean i think some of them were probably like four-story buildings wow but the in the water? Or? Yeah, in the water. Oh, They're wow. broken off from the glaciers. Oh, mm. I see. Oh, wow. Mm. And like the wildlife is crazy. Really? What, mm. what we didn't see any uh, polar bears though. Oh. Carried a gun all the time. You really? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh. But didn't see When you see go any. on the on the on the land, yeah. you carried a gun yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time. Oh, wow! Really? Huh? And that's in case there is a polar bear showing up. Yeah, exactly. You just, you, do you need to have a tag or? To, sh- to, sh- to shoot it or I don't know exactly I wasn't allowed to touch the gun <laughs> yeah, well. but um, but yeah uh, it's last necessity though but the thing is is that um, they get very aggressive yeah. um, so you know you just have to there's no is way is there out. a lot of them there less and less mm. Fair. Uh, we didn't see any but like there was a good like six or seven polar bear skins in that town so like wow. there are some what, what else about the nature was so stunning? Uh, the whales were cool. I love the whales. Whales? Whales. What's that? Like... Uh, whales? <laughs> um, like dolphins, but is. bigger. Oh, whale! Oh, sorry, I had a, a mix-up of my mind. Like, a, like a, okay. Yeah, saw a few whales. Really? Yeah, that was amazing. Ugh. Literally. Well, do you know what kind? I think they were blue whales. Oh, um, really? Yeah. A lot of seals. Mm-hmm. I think they're called lion seals or something. Sea lions. Sea lions. Oh, the big ones. Sea lions. Saw some sea lions. I watched, I heard that um, they prey on uh, little seals, yes, uh, sea lions. Do. Oh, you... They definitely do. That's pretty gory. That's pretty gory. I mean, That's... it's life though. Puffins, they're puffins. Oh. I love puffins. Are there penguins there? No. Oh. 
Penguins are south. South. Oh, so polar bears are north. Penguins are south. Mm -hmm. uh, I get it now. Um, Ant Antarctica is penguins, and the Arctic is. Uh, po polar bears are probably like shit. We're at the wrong place. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because it would be such a yeah, easy supply of food, right? Yeah. I almost wonder why. Do you know anything about why there are no penguins in the on the, in? I think there north? are some colonies of smaller penguins. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to say anything stupid. Fair. I no, fair. Me, I don't know much about it, but because it makes sense why there would be polar bears in up north because probably they just walked right <laughs> on the ice. Yeah, but you think uh, Antarctica is the continent, isn't it? The Arctic is just a an ice cap, whereas right. Antarctica is a continent, so right. it would have made sense for them to be in Antarctica more than the Arctic. I, well, I guess to, to sustain a predator huge like this, you need actually a lot of um, prey, and yeah. to sustain enough prey for a predator like this, you need to have actually a lot of food. <laughs> so I, I think it's just you need to have a very... Seals. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess because there's a lot of w uh, food underwater mm. in, in Antarctica. But I think, I, I think it's it just makes sense that they would just walk from you know Canada or whatever when, yeah, when there true. was more ice yeah, yeah, yeah. back 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 in the day, and that's how they got there. I, I, I don't think they. But puffins are my favorite animals, probably. What are, are they birds? What They're are they? the little, very little birds, black birds with colorful beaks. Oh, okay, okay. And they are like literally my spirit animal <laughs> what, what? because they, they're very awkward in the water. Really? When they try and fly off from the water, they like flap their wings. Right. Half of the time they just back into the water. It's so funny to see. Really? Yeah, they're really but cute. So their natural environment is water or air? Mm, it's, it's land. Oh. But like they, you know. Uh, evolve in water and, and land and they fish amazing so. that's, that's fascinating yeah I would love to see an ecosystem like this um, like I'd love to see penguins Greenland my dad or... saw penguins and he says they stink Where that is the one that? defining pe feature uh, when they went to Antarctica oh what, how did they start there uh, they flew to Ushuaia where's that uh, South America oh wow and and then sailed down Oh, they, so they had to cross the, what is it called? The Cape Drake? of... Cape of Good Hope? No. Isn't, no, Cape of Good Hope is... South Africa, right? Yeah. The Drake's Passage. Oh, is, what's is it, it called? Is it called the Drake's Passage? Isn't it Cape Horn? No, yeah. Is it Cape Horn? I always I, I mix up my capes. Yeah, I think... Uh, if you it's Cape Horn or Cape of Good Hope. Mm. It's one or the other. Yeah, but... Yeah, Cape Horn, that's it. Okay. Okay. Uh, they have because Cape Horn is renowned for terrible weather. Right. And um, he sent us a picture of them all in t-shirts with sunglasses, flat sea, drinking champagne. Oh wow! At um, the Cape of Good Hope. So. Oh wow! That's good, good experience. And know? can you can you just uh, f uh, so I can fit it in? Uh, can you Google where's Drake's Passage? Because I heard that as well, but I don't know where it fits into the whole narrative. If it at all Drake's Passage um, it is a body of water between South America's Cape Horn Chile and the South Shetland Islands Shetland Islands mm -hmm. where, where, where is that uh, the Shetland Islands is between 
South America and uh, the uh, and uh, oh, okay. So okay, so roughly it's in the same area. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Like the Cape is the physical like the, the, end the of the tip. earth, right? And then um, from what I'm reading, mm. the Drake's Passage is like a body of water. Yeah. So it's like the, the yeah, I got I got it. That yeah. makes perfect sense. So they hit Antarctica and they, they sailed saw, around there. Well, yeah, yeah, they stayed a month, um, and he saw a lot of penguins and he says they stink. Mm. <laughs> Which is quite funny. That's amazing. Like it's these noble creatures that you imagine, and then it's like, oh. yeah. I'm not a I'm not a huge penguin fan to be fair. Really? It's not really cute. my thing. No. I like how they waddle around. <laughs> it's amazing that you have just those massive colonies of penguins. Yeah. Like penguin on penguin. I, I like the uh, the paternal relationships as well. Like the the male penguins do a lot with the egg. Oh really? Yeah, like at least pe- emperor penguins I know. It's, mm, it's a, yeah, I think I heard something like. That. Like they nurture the egg for while the female goes to feed. So. Oh. Good yeah. for them. They stay at home. They stay at home. Take they, you know, they can. In the cold, in the blizzards. <laughs> True. So maybe it's. You see them all they, like huddling up. Are they bigger? Up. Do you know if males are bigger than females? Cause. I don't think. I think it's just like a. It's easy because like the. Mum must keep the egg while the father's out hunting, and then they just switch kind of mm. thing. I got it. Because they can't take the egg with them. Right, right. Well, we hit we hit fifty minutes, so. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> on the roll. Yeah, we are on the roll, and exactly. So, thank you so much for sharing your stories. I I love the the story about Greenland. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, uh, I learned so much, and thank you for your time. Hopefully, no see you in the future, and um, until then, best of luck. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much.